0: Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's New Stand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is August 15th, 2022. Hopefully you're having a good one. Sorry, I gotta do some mic adjustments. Sorry for any tussle in there. Oops, sorry, oopie, oops, sorry about it. Um hopefully you're having a good one. I myself, overall, am good. I'm not going to lie, the vibes are a little fucked today, but that's just uh, me being painfully on a line and paying for it. <laughs> but overall, it's been a really good day. It's been a good Monday. I worked. Uh, is there a food corner actually for you guys? Yes, I have. I've, I've come bringing food news. I had a prime rib sandwich from my job, like not necessarily like, um, like catered or anything I wish. Oh, I wish. But this was from, like, the little vending machine that we have, and, um, man, it was okay, actually. Uh, I would compare it to the McRib, obviously, and I'd say, I mean, I put it in a microwave, it's about as good. Less sauce, though. I think that's the one good thing about the McRib. Well, two good things about the McRib. One is it's really heavily sauced, whether you like the sauce or not. I appreciate a heavy saucing. And two, the onions. Onions are premium, And isn't there, There's pickles on there, too, I believe, so feel like they at least dress the sandwich enough for mcdonald's so i appreciate that this was just like a little little sandwich i put i randomly put mustard on it i know that's maybe a hot take controversial um apparently i'm chock full of those these days but um yeah i put in some mustard it was it was all right kind of helped didn't really hurt uh, let's see, but yeah, why am I here today? Why am I doing a bonus episode? Well, it's leftovers time. Uh, that's a terrible sound for leftovers, but um, I had some extra bits. I kind of realized, really, there was just like two, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm maybe giving you a little bit of filler here. No, I'm that's not that's that's fucked up to say. Life isn't filler. News isn't filler. So I'm giving you some just some stuff that I kind of missed, and I wanted to kind of cover it. Um, so you know, we can just get into it. Let's see. For starters, got this from Yahoo News and the AP Associated Press. Father, son get life for hate crime in Ahmad Arbery, Arbery's Ahmad Aubrey's death. So this is a follow up. Now they've already been sentenced for the crime. This is essentially the federal hate crimes where we left it off that we had said okay, they had gotten their sentences. I believe there were like two life sentences, and uh, they were already. I'm sure it's already in this article and I just kind of breezed it. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, this this episode's gonna be even looser than usual because it's leftovers. But um let's see, Travis is 36, uh, Greg McMichael is 66, they got life sentences, I believe. And then um Roddy uh brian who is a man who filmed it who had on a cell phone he got 35 years and i believe those are added on to their already like license license and whatever roddy had i don't really remember but to me i am happy to hear it from what i've seen in this article Amon arbery's mother is also you know happy um let's see i'm very thankful it's been a long fight I'm so thankful God gave us the strength to continue the fight. So amen to that. Um, You know, just wanted to kind of, I guess, put a little bit of a period on the sentence. I don't really know or have heard anything about an appeal or anything like that. Um, By all means, feel free to read the article for more details and information. Um, I did want to get, though, into the main thing I wanted to talk about here, which was the... um, inflation reduction act the ira uh not to be confused you know with the irish stuff that you know terrorism or whatever but I, like I said, i've alluded to it a little bit in a in an episode prior but essentially the bill did get signed by uh i think let's see did biden already sign it i think no the house passed it so on Friday. So now Biden is going to sign it. So he's going to get to and it's going to be and in, and in, you know, in play. So this is more or less what is left of the Build Back Better plan, which was a huge plan, had a lot of money in it, had a lot of great provisions and was going to do a lot of good. Now, this is in my opinion more or less a skeleton of that. Um there's a ton of details in it. I'm sure I'm going to miss some things, of course. Let's see. Um, we can talk a little bit about it. Just kind of just hit some marks. Uh, funding for the bill will come from raising taxes on some corporations that make over one billion dollars and annu- annually in profits. Taxing corporate stock buybacks and funding the eternal Internal Revenue Service to go or to better go after tax sheets. The total legislative package is projected to lower the federal deficit by as much as $300 billion over the next decade by reducing the deficit and lowering the cost of energy and prescription drugs. Democrats hope the bill will also lessen inflation. So they've kind of renamed it, you know, to kind of fit the situation. You know, they've tweaked it, trimmed it. More or less, this is a bill that is mansion and cinema friendly. Very much so. They had to have their hands on it. They had to have a knife out for it. Um, There's some provisions that I know uh, Manchin added. I don't know if they're exactly in this article, but I know he wanted to add like a thing where he's like, like fossil fuels and stuff can like be negotiated in and stuff like that. So they can like still be available and blah, 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 which is, you know, counterintuitive because it's supposed to be something that's like helping climate change as well, but it's like, that's not good. Also, I believe he's gonna have like a pipeline running through his state or something of the like, so that's like kind of a weird added on provision. That it's like, I mean, I guess this is gonna be quote unquote good, but because of how the the narrative has changed now that this is more pro fighting inflation, it kind of makes it a little bit easier to get these kind of things in. Um, from the Chris and Cinema side, she has made sure uh, to protect the let's see hedge fund and like private equity fund managers. They had this thing called a carried interest loophole, and she made sure um, to more or less keep that all in play. So, I mean, I'm definitely not in economics. I know The Daily did a really good um, episode today that came out that more or less kind of goes through what is the carried interest loophole. More or less like these rich equity people are paying like half of what we would be paying on our taxes. So they're paying like 20%, which you would think would be the exact opposite. And it was like, when people realized this and people started talking about it, they're like, oh, we should do something about it. And this is supposed to be like the second wave culmination of like, yeah, let's do something about it. And Kirsten was like, no, hold up now, hold up, wait a second. She did a little curtsy and said, well, let's, uh, let's uh, let this happen. I think they've made some like slight tweaks to it, but it's still more or less a thing. It won't seem to die um so yay that that's so progressive (laughs) but hey they're not here to be progressive they're here to make some money they're here to make some lobby bucks which uh both mansion and cinema have both made a lot of also i've talked about this before i'll say it again it's never just one person it's never just two people it's always a small group in the bigger group and they make the the conversation the conversation will get made well we just need to vote harder and we just need to get like more democrats in and that'll really turn the tide maybe hopefully but if we just keep getting more moderate type people then more or less you're going to get more people who are just going to you know ready to get wooed to the highest bidder for some pack money you know to support their campaign to stay in you know office or whatever and they get mad dinners, mad luncheons and dinners, maybe eating and grubbing, mm, 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 just to the next dinner. Ooh. So good for them. Uh, I mean, I guess good for us too. I mean, like I said, I, I do feel like overall this is going to be a good thing. It, it's the conversation of something's better than nothing, right? And for Biden and his low last approval ratings, he knows he needed to get something, you know, out of the oven. And I think this is more or less what it is. Um. You know, I'm happy to see some of the medical stuff and that being added on. Hopefully we can negotiate for better prices. So, you know, people who are, you know, literally having to make life and death decisions between can I afford my, my rent or food or am I, you know, going to get this insulin or not? Like hopefully we can help make that conversation a little bit better, a little bit easier. So, I mean, I'm sure there's more here. You know, I'm no poindexter, but I do my best. I wanted to talk about it, give you guys a little bit more depth and uh, I missed that. So that was like the big bulk of why I'm here right now, tonight. The next thing I wanted to talk about, um, and this is not to ring alarm, not to freak you out, but I uh, got this from the AP News. Polio detected in NYC sewage, suggesting virus circulating. So that's ew. That's a yucky. That's a no-go. <laughs> you know, we've already dealt with COVID. And also I guess another thing to CDC recently loosened guidelines now. They said fuck a 6 feet. Who cares? You know? Fuck it. If you get it, you get it. We ball, uh, fuck it, we ball. That's more of what the CDC recommends, huh? So, that's a little bit of tangent news, but we had COVID. We're still dealing with COVID. That fucking sucks. Monkeypox. That's now in the conversation. I'm having to now deal with like racist pun- monkeypox memes and that's that's been the biggest blow I've had to deal with monkeypox, but it's still affecting me. <laughs> um some monkey pox that that sucks we're dealing with that we're dealing with the stigma dealing with bullshit there polio is that the new is that the new new sickness new old sickness is coming back but essentially they're saying it's been detected in like the sewer system it's also this has been something that's been detected in. i want to say uk they've had this kind of thing and that's usually like a big canary in the coal mine if they're getting it then we're getting it like uh-oh, uh-oh. so here's that um let's see But let's see, New York City Health Commissioner Dr. Ashwin Vashin made a statement, though. The risk to New Yorkers is real, but the defense is so simple. Get vaccinated against polio. With polio circulating in our communities, there is simply nothing more essential than vaccinating our children to protect them from this virus. And if you're an unvaccinated or incompletely vaccinated adult, please choose now to get the vaccine. Polio is entirely preventable, and its reappearance should be a call to action for us all. It's crazy to me that in 2022, you have to say this kind of stuff. That, and and, and I mean, hey, what is it, the old polio vaccines? I think we literally had to, like... hey hey, i don't have any reference from this but this is just what i've been heard you know knowledge passed down from time by all means please please hit me up in my dms like people love to do and argue with me about it though granted i will say i'm beginning to think that if you want to come for a debate you have to go on the patreon you have to you just have to at this point you have to become a newsie to debate with me and i think that's gonna be a free add-on where it's like you can just come and i'll give you like a five minutes to just beef with me and you can just do it but like Come on, I cannot believe we are in this timeline where we still have to debate people to just get the basic vaccines. I'm not telling you to get a COVID shot, dude. Like, okay, you can say that's a pandemic or not, but it's polio, it's polio, bro. It's polio, sis. Like, please get vaccinated. If you don't have your, you're vaccinated, if you had an anti-vax mom or, or mom, dad, whatever, I'm sorry about that, but you've grown up now, you're a big boy or gal, Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time we get the old ones at least. You know, we get the starter pack. <laughs> please, please. I, just, I want you to live. I don't want you to get that or get HPV or whatever the fuck. Just get the basic shits. Uh, like, I remember the first time I heard about anti-vaxxers, like the old school anti-vaxxers, not the people who were just anti-COVID shot. I was like, come on. Are, are we serious? Are we serious? <sighs> But yeah, yeah, you know, know, it is what it is, right? (laughs) Fucking we balls. Uh, The next bump I got from Al Jazeera. Egyptians mourn, 41 killed, and Cairo Coptic church fire. So this is some news I kind of heard. I got some updates earlier today. Let's see. Read the first sentence here. Funerals have been held in two Cairo churches, for forty-one victims of a fire that ripped through Coptic Christian church during mass, forcing worshippers to jump out of the windows, jump out of windows. Uh, the blaze on Sunday, blamed on an electrical fire, hit Abu Sefin Church in densely populated Imbaba, a working-class district west of the Nile River, part of the Giza uh, government in Greater Cairo. And I think a big fallout of this issue is that people are talking and saying like. Like, well, 41 people died, 14 people were injured in the blaze um, before, you know, emergency could even get in. And a lot of this could have been avoided, like, because of the, inf- it's like an infrastructure issue. Because, like, you know, if you have better electrical, you know, I'm worrying so terribly, Um but if your infrastructure is better and you have more people like doing like safety inspections and things like that and protocols are being you know, actually enforced and looked at, these situations are avoidable. And I mean, honestly, I say this for Cairo, but it's just as bad as it is here. I mean, when you look at the Surfside condo, I think I'm getting the name wrong, but the, the, the building that imploded, what was it? Last year, or early this year? That's one of those situations where it's like, look, these signs are clear as day, and we have people actually looking at it and not doing anything about it. But, like, it's the enforcement of these kind of things that can keep people alive, that, you know, keep these major catastrophes from happening. You know, this wasn't an act of God. These are just inevitable things triggering because people aren't, you know, crossing the T's, dying their eyes. Uh, but that being said, you know, it's definitely our thoughts are with the families, and you know, those are affected. You know, these are people who are just trying to live their lives and, you know, make it day to day. And it's sad that the church, the place you go to worship, winds up becoming this place where you die. You know, that's that's never the goal. That's never the aim. And it's super sad. Um, I don't know in terms of like what updates might come of this from here, but uh, feel free to read. And uh, I always encourage my listeners, the few that are out there to, you know, follow the stories as well right uh you know i I really like the idea of that this this whole little podcast i do is just a conversation from someone and we're sitting down before you like took the newspaper and i'm just like talking about what i skimmed off of it and you take that home and you run with that only we have a digital sense; it's not an old ass dusty ass newspaper we have the whole internet at our disposal and you know Hopefully we just make ourselves better with that. And then part two is it, it, this is a little bit of a little bit of a a journal echo chamber for me. You know, I, I realize that that's what I like. I like to kind of talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a well, good amount of me. <laughs> but um, I'm going my classic smoke break and then I'm going to. Oh, I said it out loud. Smirk, break. <laughs> YouTube, don't don't cancel me. Please let this be monetized, even though I'm not making money. Just to let it happen. Um, yeah, break time. And we're back. Um, got this last one from Yahoo News slash NBC News. Thieves in New York City steal more than $2 million worth of jewelry in speedy smash and go. Um, maybe this is a a little bit of the filler I'm talking about. But this is about, um, a robbery that happened at Rocco's Jewelry. Um... And essentially, yeah, it was a $2 million just smash and grab style heist. Um, Let's see. The NYPD is asking anyone with information on the four men that they suspect, you know, came through and took the money to come forward, offering a $3,500 reward for compensation. Also, I like that uh, law and everything they tweet now. Like, I mean, I I know it's not new but like it's it's odd for me to be like at the point now where I'm 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 messing with the news like I do and like on my you know my podcast thing I'm like following like Cincinnati PD. Like that's just weird. It's weird that they tweet. I don't know. It's odd. Um But let's see. I guess we can talk a little bit about details. Uh video shared by the NYPD Crime Stopper shows one man getting buzzed into Rocco's jewelry by an employee at about two 40 p.m then propping the door open to let three other men dressed in black into the store Uh, here's a quote once inside the store the three individuals used a hammer to smash open the display cases and removed large amounts of high-end jewelry the jewelry was placed in the bags being carried by the individuals who fled the location on foot heading southbound on Webster Avenue and yeah it's it's valued at 2.5 million about around 2.5 million. Luckily there were no injuries. So I'll take that as the good news of this article. Um, yeah, in the middle of the day though, crazy shit. Um, I don't know. I wish I had something more anecdotal or whatever to add, but I'm more listening to call it for that episode. Um, whoop, whoop. I got another whoop coming on. Ooh, whoop. Ooh, there it was. Um, Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for being a pal. Um, I hope I see you soon for some more good news. And I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.